Humans aren't fleeb. By Charlie Steiner. In the oceans of the planet water, a species of intelligent squid-like aliens, we'll just call them the people, debate about what it means to be fleeb. Fleeb is a property of great interest to the people, or at least they think so, but they also have a lot of trouble defining it. They're fleeb when they're awake, but less fleeb or maybe not fleeb at all when they're asleep. Some animals that act clever are probably somewhat fleeb, and other animals that are stupid and predictable probably aren't fleeb. But fleeb isn't just problem-solving ability, because philosophers of the people have written of hypothetical alien life forms that could be good at solving problems without intuitively being fleeb. Instead, the idea of fleeb is more related to how much a person can see a reflection of their own thinking in the processes of the subject. A lookup table definitely isn't fleeb. But how much of the thinking of the people do you have to copy to be more fleeb than their pet cuttlefish aliens? Do you need to store and recall memories? Do you need emotions? Do you need to make choices? Do you need to reflect on yourself? Do you need to be able to communicate, maybe not with words, but modeling other creatures around you as having models of the world and choosing actions to honestly inform them? Yes to all of these, say the people. These are important things to them about their thinking, and so important for being fleeb. In fact, the people go even farther. A simple abacus can store memories if, memories, just means any record of the past. But to be fleeb, you should store and recall memories more in the sense that people do it. Similar for having emotions, making choices, etc. So the people have some more intuitions about what makes a creature fleeb. You should store and recall visual oral olfactory, electrosensory memories in a way suitable for remembering them both from similar sensory information and abstract reasoning, and these memories should be bundled with metadata like time and emotional valence. Your tactile akinesthetic memories should be opaque to abstract reasoning, perhaps distributed in your limbs, as in the people, but can be recalled in the felt way from similar sensory information. It's hard to tell if you have emotions unless you have ones recognizable and important to the people. For the lowest levels of fleeb, it's enough to have a general positive emotion, pleasure, and a general negative one, pain or hunger. But to be fleeb like the people are, you should also have emotions like curiosity, boredom, love, just made a large change to self-regulation heuristics, anxiety, working memory is full, and hope. You should make choices similar to how the people do. Primed by your emotional state, you should use fast heuristics to reconfigure your cognitive pathway so you call on the correct resources to make a good plan. Then you quickly generate some potential actions and refine them until taking the best one seems better than not acting. Etc. When the people learned about humans, it spaked a lively philosophical debate. Clearly humans are quite clever, and we have some recognizable cognitive algorithms. In the same way an AI using two different semantic hashes is, remembering, in a more fleebish way than an abacus is. But compare us to a pet cuttlefish alien, even though the pet cuttlefish alien can't solve problems as well, it has emotions as humans have not even a dim analogue of, and overall has a more similar cognitive architecture to the people. Some brash philosophers of the people made bold claims that humans were fleeb, and therefore deserved full rights immediately. But cooler heads quickly prevailed. Despite outputting clever text signals, humans were just too different to be easily categorized as fleeb, or at least, more fleeb than a pet cuttlefish alien. They could be interacted with, and they were processing information, but they weren't really thinking in the way that makes you fleeb. 
Eventually we wiped ourselves out in a way that made it obvious to all right-thinking people we can't have been all that clever in the first place, and the example of humans survived in the people's records as a cautionary tale against calamaromorphism. The End This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on January 24, 2024. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.